his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Kansas Governor Kelly delivers the annual State of the State speech. We have the story. I'm Rodney Price. Sedgwick County Sheriff's Office employees will get a pay raise. That story is coming up. Police investigating a woman's death in southeast Wichita. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. Another winter storm system is going to be tracking in the plains. Will that be affecting us here in Wichita? Our complete forecast is coming up. Sedgwick County Commissioners have approved an 8.7% pay raise for Sheriff's Office employees in 2024. The raise will cost the county roughly an additional $4.5 million, something that was not foreseen when the county approved the 2024 budget last summer. Sheriff Jeff Easter says the raise is important to keep the county competitive with other agencies, like the city of Wichita. If we choose not to do this, I'm very um, skittish about our future and the amount of people uh, that could leave uh, for better pay and us trying to recruit people in. The increase is is projected to put the county in a $3 million deficit by the end of the year, and to cover that, The county may have to tap into reserve funds. In her State of the State address last evening, Kansas Governor Laura Kelly, noting that her calls for Medicaid expansion have been a non-starter in the state legislature, but she is making another pitch, trying to woo those who have opposed it in the past. Last month, I proposed a bill that was crafted with their concerns in mind, the Cutting Health Care Costs for All Kansans Act. For those of you who worried that Medicaid expansion will allow able-bodied adults to scam the system. The bill includes a work requirement with common sense exemptions for veterans, caregivers, students, and people with medical conditions. The governor claims her plan is revenue neutral with no additional cost for Kansas taxpayers. She says it would be paid for with money from the federal government. In the upcoming session, the governor faces supermajorities in the legislature And their priorities are to cut income taxes and rein in local property taxes and to not expand Medicaid. In the Republican response to uh, Kelly's State of the State address, House Speaker Dan Hawkins was critical of her tax proposals and attempts to once again push for Medicaid expansion that he says will eventually get passed on to the Kansas taxpayer. She wants billions in new state and federal spending to increase welfare for able-bodied working-age people in the form of Medicaid expansion. 
She proposed creating a big new state agency to put government smack dab in the middle of child care. After vetoing a reform bill just last year that would have cut government red tape and given parents more child care options. And last year, Governor Kelly even vetoed a bill to ban human smuggling in Kansas. Despite President Biden's border security failure that makes our families less safe. In the upcoming session, Kelly faces supermajorities whose priorities are to cut income taxes and rein in local property taxes, not to expand Medicaid. Police are investigating after a woman was found dead in South Wichita yesterday morning, this morning rather, in the 900 block of Mount Vernon. Officers responded for a welfare check at a vacant home. They were met by Sedgwick County EMS, who had already pronounced the woman dead. Sorry, that was yesterday morning. She is identified as 48-year-old Tracy McFadden, and autopsy is pending. Investigators are asking for the public's help to determine what happened to McFadden. Anyone with information is asked to call police detectives. Former president and 2024 Republican presidential frontrunner Donald Trump took part in a town hall with Fox News in Des Moines, Iowa, Wednesday night. Trump responded to critics accusing him of seeking political retribution if he's elected. I'm not going to have time for retribution. We're going to make this country so successful again. I'm not going to have time for retribution. And, and remember this, our ultimate retribution is success. President Biden previously criticized the former president's past comments and argues he poses a threat to democracy. KNSS News Time now 7.05, five minutes past 7 o'clock. Huge upset in college men's basketball last night. Rough night for the Jayhawks on the road. We'll talk about that coming up in sports. Hunter Biden set to appear in federal courtroom in California on nine tax-related charges. That story and more news on the way on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted now 7.09, nine minutes past 7 o'clock. It was three months ago that cyber criminals crippled the Kansas court system. On October 12th, a Russian ransomware group infiltrated the system, forcing the state to shut down all online services. Courts were forced to do all their work on paper. Chief Justice Marla Luckert says experts have now recommended ways to make the system more secure. We have implemented new new protections as well as measures to limit damage and aid quicker recovery if another penetration should occur. The system is slowly coming back online and e-filing should be available statewide in the next two weeks. Hunter Biden is set to appear in a federal courtroom in California on nine tax-related charges. Hunter Biden will be arraigned in Los Angeles on three felony and six misdemeanor tax charges, accused of failing to pay $1.4 million in taxes. His defense team argues prosecutors bowed to political pressure as his father, President Joe Biden, is up for re-election. The charges, which include filing a false return and tax evasion, carry a maximum sentence of 17 years. Hunter Biden also indicted in Delaware on federal charges related to the purchase of a handgun while using narcotics. His L.A. arraignment comes a day after he attended his own contempt of Congress hearing on Capitol Hill, held by the House Oversight Committee, citing his refusal to comply with a subpoena for his closed-door testimony. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. Denver's mayor is threatening to slash city department budgets by up to 15% because of a migrant crisis. 
Mayor Mike Johnston says the city is about $180 million in the hole because of money spent on sheltering illegal immigrants. Johnston is also echoing concerns voiced by New York and Chicago's mayors, saying that there's no more space in their cities to house more migrants. In Chicago, migrants are sleeping in buses and at O'Hare Airport. And in New York, some are sleeping in broken down cars and on the street. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. Last year, historic for the number of weather and climate disasters across the United States. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration has determined there were 28 weather and climate disasters last year, shattering the prior record of 22 set in 2020. The NOAA released its billion-dollar disaster report Wednesday. Those 28 disasters did nearly $93 billion in damage. The report also says there were at least 492 direct or indirect fatalities, the eighth most in the contiguous U.S. since 1980. The disasters came in all forms, a polar vortex, a heat wave, wildfires, smog from wildfires, hurricanes, flooding, and other storms. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 7-12. 12 minutes past 7 o'clock. Stalled out vehicle. This is uh, northbound I-135, pretty close to 53rd Street North up in the Park City area. Uh, watch for a slowdown around that as these traffic volumes really are getting fairly heavy out there. Roadways in good condition this morning, but you still might want to watch out for the occasional slick spot. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast. With Kansas Today Meteorologist Ronell Williams. Good morning, Ronell. Hey, good morning, Steve and Ted. How you guys doing? Good. Good and chilly. <laughs> uh, now, are, are you talking about, uh, you know, the, the edible chili? Is that what, you know, the beans, the meat, the cheese, the, the peppers? Is that what we're talking about? It's weather. Oh man, see y'all can't get me excited like that. Oh, okay, let, it's weather. Let me just go ahead. And, let me just go ahead and get into the forecast. Well, I guess we'll talk about the other kind of chilly later. Uh, mostly cloudy skies today. Not as much sunshine as the last couple of days. Temperatures though able to get above freezing. Still going to be a chilly day though, with a high of 37 degrees and a southerly breeze switching back out of the north and northeast at 10 to 20 miles an hour. Now those clouds eventually leading to our next system that's going to swing through. This is going to give us a 30% chance of a snow shower tonight, early in the evening. Maybe briefly seeing a little bit of ice or a little bit of rain mixing in, but either way, it looks like mainly snow or at least the chance of it by late tonight and then heading into early Friday morning. After that, we'll uh, go back to partly cloudy skies. And then that Arctic blast that we've been talking about, it looks like it's going to move in by tomorrow, waking up. 10 degrees and only getting up to 18. Mind you, as this system still continues to swing through the region, our wind's still going to be pretty gusty out there, and this is going to bring those wind chills down below zero. That's how it's going to feel throughout much of the day tomorrow. Heading into the weekend, it's only going to turn colder. 14 degrees for a high come Saturday under partly cloudy skies, and then 4 degrees for a high come Sunday. There's still going to be a bit of a breeze out there, too, which will likely keep those... Uh, wind chills or those feels like temperatures below zero throughout much of the weekend. 40% chance of snow comes Sunday too. So we'll still have these occasional snow chances as we go through the next few days. Uh, by the time we get to Monday, 
MLK Day, it does look like it's still going to be just as cold with a high in the single digits of 8 degrees. Temperatures beginning to improve a bit. 20 degrees Tuesday, 24 Wednesday, 25 Thursday, but either way, still going to be bitterly cold with a lot of those highs staying below freezing. Right now, we're at 24 degrees with a partly cloudy sky in Wichita. An east wind on the lighter end of the spectrum at 7 miles an hour, but still enough to make it feel more like the, the middle teens out there. All right. Sounds awful. But, uh, <laughs> sounds cold. Thank you, sir. That's the KSN Storm Precursory Forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ron L. Williams. Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS. Had a nice day yesterday. High 43, which is the normal high yeah, for right the right on point. Yeah. Uh, but mm, here we go. Going into a cold spell. Yeah, get ready. Here it comes. On this date back in 1918, Wichita experienced the coldest daily average temperature for the month of January when the high was four below zero and the low was 14 below for an average of nine degrees below zero for that one day in 1918 yikes 1918 uh, oh my god on this date in 2010 mark mcguire admitted to the associated press that he'd used steroids and human growth hormone what? when he broke baseball's home run record in 1998 i don't even i don't know what the record is right now what 75 Just or something because his neck and his arms were yeah. Cartoonish. Mm. We couldn't figure that out. Huh. You know, and when you're in the course of a baseball season, you don't get into the gym very much to lift weights. So, it, you know, it was weird. That was, uh, of course, when I was growing up, it was Babe Ruth. He was a home run king. And all of a sudden, and, you know, Roger Maris hit, uh, what, 61 and 61 or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Yeah, that was. I remember that whole s- summer when he and Mantle were chasing. Because Mantle's. Hit like fifty six there. Yeah, the too. two of them were neck and neck until yeah. the final couple weeks of the season. You had Mickey Mantle batting in front of Roger Maris. Yeah. Two guys on the same team. <laughs> the batting order. break the home run record. Wow. A uh, sixty four year old woman in Massachusetts has tried to poison her husband because she thought the she was texting with Thorsten K of the Bold and the Beautiful. It was just a scammer though. <laughs> The uh, grandmother in Massachusetts named Rox- Roxanne Doucette tried to poison her husband because she had a new man waiting in the wings. And Roxanne's husband did have some kind of medical event, and she was the one who called 911, but uh, he has since recovered and will be fine. So anyway, this person was posing as Thorsten K, and we kind of wanted this lady to poison her husband so they could run away on his insurance money oh, or something. <laughs> Cuckoo. <laughs> Got to be careful out there. 717 Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. And it's a sports time again with Ted Woodward. Ted? Yeah, big upset in college men's basketball last night, and it came for third-ranked Kansas. First road game in conference play this season. Jayhawks on the road at Central Florida. And it looked like it was going to be a romp for the Jayhawks. They had a 16-point lead late in the first half. Then the wheels came off. Mm. The Knights went on a 31-9 run during a big chunk of the game, and all of a sudden KU was behind, and the Jayhawks never could get anything going on offense in the second half. Only scored 23 points in the second half, and Central Florida wins that game 65-60. Huge upset. KU falls to 13-2 on the season. Nine-game winning streak snapped for the Jayhawks. So... This week in college basketball, number one Purdue lost. Number two ranked undefeated Houston lost. And now number three ranked Kansas has lost. 
Bad so week. We've got to keep going down the, the rankings list to see who will be the new number one by the time Monday rolls around. Yeah. Top three have all gone down this week, including Kansas last night. Let's take a look at Juco men's basketball last night. It was in El Dorado at the power plant. 20th ranked Butler Community College hosting Independence. Dennis Higgins had the call of the Butler Grizzlies on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Back left corner is at three by Stillwell. Is off the side iron. No good. Rebounded by McClellan. He goes up. Scored. He's fouled. Charles McClenahan is keeping the Grizzlies in the game. He now has 13 points and a chance at another three-point play. And Butler wins it at home last night, 77-55. Hey, the Butler Grizzlies, back-to-back wins, now 12-3 on the season. Another uh, Juco action last night for the men. Cowley College wins at home. Cowley is ranked eighth in the nation. They beat Pratt 83-76. Cowley men now 15-1 on the season with a 13-game winning streak. They're unbeaten 8-0 on home court this year and ranked number eight in the nation. Cowley men Continue to roll right along. In Juco women's basketball, Hutchinson Community College wins at home. Hutchinson ladies beat Seward County 69-53. The Lady Blue Dragons are ranked number six in the nation, and they are undefeated at 15-0 on the season. Let's take a look at college football, where a coaching legend is leaving the game. No coach has won more national championships than the 72-year-old Saban. He won his first title in 2003 at LSU. After a two-year stint with the Miami Dolphins, Saban moved on to Alabama. There he guided the Crimson Tide to 201 victories, 11 SEC titles, and six national championships. Alabama has won at least 10 games in 16 consecutive seasons. That's the nation's longest stretch since the 19th. 1930s. The Tide also reached the college football playoffs in eight of ten seasons. Saban ends his career with 292 victories, the sixth highest total in FBS history. Bob Mortali, Fox News. Nick Saban leaving as head coach at Alabama in football. Happy birthday today to a pretty good baseball player that came through here. Lloyd McClendon is 65 years old today. Played for the Wichita Arrows in AAA in 1984. Hit 296. He's ready for a nice eight-year career in the major leagues. Then he went on to uh, become a longtime major league manager of three different teams. Lloyd McClendon, former Wichita Arrows infielder. He is 65 years old today. And it was 25 years ago on this day that Marty Schottenheimer resigned as head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs. Marty had a long career, won a lot of games with the Chiefs. He did. But as a... As his career went, he won a ton of regular season games, but Marty never had a ton of success in the postseason. Postseason, yeah. That, I'm sure hastened his exit from the Chiefs at that point because Chiefs fans were frustrated that it seems like they'd win all these games and they'd bow out in the opening round of the playoffs. <laughs> Marty Schottenheimer, you know, great coach. He won a ton of games. Marty Schottenheimer resigned as head coach of the Chiefs 25 years ago on this day. Sports brought to you by Bel Air Recovery Center. Very proud to serve veterans that served our nation. Located in Northeast Wichita, Bel Air Recovery Center improves the lives they touch. 722 now. Keep it here for House Call for Health. The FDA approves a Florida plan to import prescription drugs from Canada in an effort to cut costs. That's coming up. Stephen Ted of the Morning here on KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 7.30 on this Thursday morning. 
24 degrees. A debate between two Republican presidential candidates last night ahead of next week's Iowa caucuses. In the debate hosted by CNN, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis took a jab at challenger Nikki Haley's record on education. I beat the teachers union, and you know what the results are? When she was governor of South Carolina, she was rated 50th in education, dead last. You know where Florida is under my watch? Number one in the nation. Haley outlined the differences between her and the front runner in the race, former President Donald Trump. I don't think that President Trump is the right president to go forward. I think it's time for a new generational leader that's going to go and make America proud again. That's what I'm going to try and do. Trump qualified for the debate, but once again opted not to take part. Sue Guzman, Fox News. A Wichita man sentenced in a fatal hit-and-run accident in 2022. 32-year-old Latrell Thompson sentenced for the death of 49-year-old Kurt Kruger. This past November, Thompson pleaded guilty to leaving the scene of an accident and the cultivation of marijuana. Thompson will serve nearly four years for leaving the scene and five years for the cultivation of marijuana. The sentences will run consecutively. Thompson also ordered to pay $52,000 in restitution to an insurance company and just under $10,000 for the remaining cost of Kruger's funeral. The Sedgwick County Commission selected new leadership for 2024. By unanimous vote, the board uh, selected Ryan Beatty as the new chair. Also, by a unanimous vote, the board selected Sarah Lopez as the new chair pro tem of the board. Lopez, as leadership at the county and city level, cared greatly about working for the people. We've built a lot of momentum in the last year. I think we're going to see a lot of things come to fruition this year, and I'm really excited to get to be a part of that. The pro tem fills in for the chair of the board if that person is absent. Lopez replaces Jim Howell, who served as pro tem in 2023. A civil trial that could ban former President Trump from any future business in New York wraps up today. Several hours of final summations are scheduled in a Manhattan courtroom where for months a judge has heard testimony about former President Trump's business and accounting practices. Attorneys for the former president are expected to present more than two hours of closing arguments, followed by lawyers for New York's attorney general. A.G. Letitia James accuses the Trump organization of misstating the value of assets like Trump Tower and Mar-a-Lago to get better rates from lenders and insurers. She is seeking a $370 million penalty and a ban on Mr. Trump doing business in New York. Jared Halpern, Fox News. An elderly couple's trouble with their furnace and hot water heater may have been deadly. When police entered the Spartanburg, South Carolina home of 84-year-old Joan Littlejohn and 82-year-old Glenwood Fowler, it was blazing hot inside. The cops found them in a bedroom where firefighters estimated the temperature was 120 degrees. The deceased couple's body temperature were above the maximum reading of paramedics' instruments of 106 degrees, while above where people are advised to go to the hospital. Family members had visited recently to look at the appliances, but called police when they hadn't heard from the couple for three days. John Saucier, Fox News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We're watching a low-pressure system now currently in the southwestern part of the country that will send a disturbance our way by tonight, producing areas of snow, followed by cold Arctic air spilling in through much of Friday. Mostly sunny today with a high 42. Light snow may pass through tonight to low 11, then clearing windy and only 20 degrees for the high tomorrow. I'm KNSS Meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now partly cloudy, 24 degrees. We have an east wind at 7 miles per hour. 7.33, Stephen's head of the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Starbucks is getting sued by a consumer group 
claiming the coffee chain is lying about its 100% ethical sourcing. The National Consumers League says despite those claims, Starbucks buys coffee and tea from farms and suppliers with significant human rights and labor abuses in countries like Guatemala, Brazil, and Kenya. They say Starbucks is misleading the public by claiming it's ethically sourced. Starbucks says it, uh, says it takes the allegations very seriously and routinely verifies if supply chains uh, for ethical practices. There you go. Where your coffee comes from. There's, there's a difference, you know. Some place where it's not ethical. Ted Woodward and Steve McIntosh here on a uh, Thursday morning. Ted, this is Steve and Ted show number 6,586. Going back to January of 1998. Seems like more, seems like less. We're coming <laughs> up on, well, we've already had the anniversary. Haven't we had the anniversary. It was last week. Yeah. yeah. All right. 26 so. years, man. Yeah. Unheard of. Unheard of in the broadcast biz. Uh, so did you did you stay close to home last night? Did you get out at all? No, I was working. I, I oh, was that's the right. public address announcer for uh, Valley Center basketball well, last you, night. You were doing Valley Center last night. You're kind of moving around the area then, huh? Well, uh, they were in a bit. They were in a pinch, and their regular person couldn't be there, so I kind of filled in last minute. Well, that's good. All right. Um, Shelly and I have made it out to our Wednesday evening dinner with my brother and Jerry and Dorothy, his wife. We tried a new place called Amore or Amore Italian, 21st in Amadon. This is... Uh, oh, yeah, I've heard... I've recently been there. about that. Yeah. Oh, you've both been there now. Uh-huh. Which is west of 21st, where the old neighbors used to be. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Jed? No, it was Italian. It was, it was good Italian. Yeah. yeah. What do you have? Do you, can you remember what it was that you ate? Mm. <laughs> you know what? what? I, you? I really can't. What yeah. do you have? I, I, you, you know, I usually get uh, something that with spaghetti with the red sauce mm-hmm. or, or uh, you know, lasagna. I, I tried something else. I had uh, uh, shrimp scampi on angel hair. Okay. I gobbled it up. Oh, well, there you go. I'll tell you. Uh, so that's a different I wish I'd looked me. at the menu closer. That sounds good. I it, think I'd like to have tried that. Yeah. And Jerry and Dorothy had some sort of a touring Italy thing with several different things. Okay, nice. Was covered with red sauce. Uh, the one at the portions are are, are not uh, skimpy. They will. There's a good plate load there. Okay. I'll tell you that much, and and the place was pretty much full on a on a Wednesday night. Well, there you go. Oh, I had a I had a uh, mushroom ravioli. I think is All what right. I wound up having. Uh, I will say this: they have several salads. One of them is called a Greek salad, and it is a real Greek salad. By that I mean it has uh, cucumbers and tomatoes and uh, olives. And some onions in it, and uh, for the big old block of feta cheese on top of it, which is exactly what they serve in Greece. That's their salad. No lettuce. No lettuce, anything like that in there. But it was good. Very we, nice. We enjoyed it. Who's the, who made the decision to go somewhere new? Oh, Shelly and I were, we passed it by. You, hey, let's, let's try that. So you spearheaded it? Okay, good. We spearheaded the, uh, the experimentation. Uh, all right, let's, let's talk for a little bit. Uh, we'll talk with Chris. We've got Mitch Holtis coming on tomorrow uh, to talk about the game, uh, which is Sunday at Arrowhead, right? And they're playing the Dolphins. Saturday. Sa- is it Saturday? I believe. Oh, man. That screws up everything I'm doing today because I was looking for the what the game time temperature is going to be. Yeah, it's Saturday be. night. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm 
I may be mistaken here, but I'm, though I'm hearing the game time temperature is going to be about four. Yeah, it's uh, okay. single digits near zero for temperature. And Dan Holiday. And guess who you're playing? The Miami, the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins. And Dan Holiday. <laughs> Dan's Holiday's going to be with us. A special uh, update tomorrow morning talking about this. Last second conditions. Um, he said it's, yeah, wind chill is going to be about 15 below. <sighs> Yikes. But that's not, that's not a record setter, is it? No. But the, it's the ice pretty rough. Bowl. The Ice Bowl. Your numbers, I've got the numbers here on the Ice Bowl, which was in December 31st, 1967, at Lambeau Field mm-hmm. uh, on the Frozen the, Tundra. The classic games in NFL history. They had the, the Packers against the, the Dallas, Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys. And at Lambeau Field, the, the, game by, the temperature was 13 below. Ugh. The wind chill, 48 below. Ugh. Hey, good day for football, huh? <laughs> I think I would have stayed home, but I, that's just me. Uh, but I did a little more research. Here's another one that you might. Uh, might what year? Not I'm sorry, I need that to was, ask you. What year was that? 1967. 67. Yeah. Okay. Uh, on this or on the first, uh, well, almost this date, on the January 10th of '82, the AFC Championship yep. game was played in Riverfront Stadium in Cincinnati. And that's the one I remember watching as a kid. Cincinnati and San and Diego. Guess who they were playing? The San Diego Chargers. Somebody from the uh, another yeah. team from, from warm weather sunny. having to play in this unbelievable conditions. Uh, the temperature is nine below. Oh. The wind chill reached fifty-nine yeah. below. Yeah, I remember watching that game. Man, better keep moving. Better keep moving in weather like that. Wow, <laughs> man. The Chargers just, they just did not know what was going on. Oh. They were been in trouble. playing all your home games. They were in trouble. <laughs> playing all your home games in 80 degrees and hardly any wind, plenty of sunshine, then you go to that. That's got to be a, a real shock. So, anyway. By the way, the home team, the cold team, won both those games, by the way. The colder team. To go okay. to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So we're looking at, uh, this game is Saturday, is it Saturday? Saturday night. Saturday night. Okay. I may have to adjust my, uh, we'll see what Dan says tomorrow. But looks like four degrees right now. Well, if you're heading up the turnpike, see the Chiefs game, I'd say take your mittens with you at least. Yeah, I think you want to do that. <laughs> we can talk about that with, with Mitch, too, tomorrow, because he's going to be up in that booth. I'm sure it's going to be conditioned, air-conditioned, or warm up there, right? They don't open the windows, do they? I don't think they will on <laughs> Saturday. Not, not Saturday. <laughs> not this time. Keep those things nice and tight. I think there's enough hot. We'll, we'll ask Mitch. If he does games with the windows open or not. What it's, what it's going to be like up there. I'm sure he's done some. I know he's done some cold oh, weather games. Oh, he's done a lot of cold weather games. He's been, uh, he's been doing Chiefs games now for, what, 30 years? Mm-hmm. Well, and, of course, if you can't make it up there, you can listen to it on the radio, right? That's right. Here. Right here. Free. You don't have to free pay six time. bucks to listen to ours. No, it's free, sir. man. All right. 740 now. Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS. Coming up, a Wichita Business Journal update. Park City Council approves zoning change for Phil Ruffin's Golden Circle Casino Project. That's on the way. Steven's head in the morning here on KNSS. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Stephen, 10 in the morning, KNSS 746 now. Three big things. Sedgwick County Commission elects Ryan Beatty as new chair. Sarah Lopez, chair pro tem. Sedgwick County Commission approves 8.7% pay raise for Sheriff's Department employees. Kansas Governor Kelly delivers annual State of the State speech, focusing on child care and taxes. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. Heaviest traffic I'm seeing right now in the Wichita area looks to be northbound I-235 approaching the road construction at I-135. We've also got some heavy traffic right now eastbound on Kellogg, and it starts around Meridian and goes to about, uh, sorry, eastbound Kellogg from Seneca back to Meridian. Watch for some slow-moving traffic there. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Partly sunny with a today with a high of 37 degrees. Yesterday's high was 43. 40% chance for snow and cold tonight. The overnight low, 10. And then on Friday, decreasing clouds and cold. Tomorrow's high, just 20 degrees. Now we have a partly cloudy sky, 24 degrees. We have an east wind at 7 miles per hour. Steve, at the end of the morning on KNSS, Boeing stocks rebounded Wednesday on Wall Street. The major average is ending higher ahead of December's inflation report, which should offer more clues on when the Fed can dial back its almost two-year effort to tighten monetary policy. And shares of Boeing finally taking off and rising 1% after tumbling this week. Its chief executive, David Calhoun, telling employees that the jet maker needs to acknowledge its mistakes after a panel blew off a 737 MAX 9 jet. The Dow winners, Home Depot, Microsoft, and Salesforce. The Dow declined. Amgen, Goldman Sachs, and American Express. The Dow up 171 points, the NASDAQ up 112, S&P 500 up 27. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Google says it has laid off hundreds of employees working on its hardware, voice assistants, and engineering teams as part of cost-cutting measures. Companies said the moves were made as Google aims at responsibly investing in our company's biggest priorities and the significant opportunities ahead. Google earlier said it was eliminating a few hundred jobs with most of the impact on its augmented reality hardware team. And local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. The U.S. Supreme Court ruling that Minnesota can proceed in state court with its climate change lawsuit against three Coke Industries companies, ExxonMobil Oil and the American Petroleum Institute. 
Four years ago, Minnesota filed a lawsuit in state court against the fossil fuel industry leaders, claiming they were deceiving Minnesota residents about their product's role is in causing climate change. The defendant's appeal sought to move the case to federal court. However, the Supreme Court declined this week to take the case, meaning it will stay in Minnesota courts. Flint Hills Resources, a Coke subsidiary based in Wichita, runs a refinery in Minnesota and two in Texas. The three refineries have a combined crude oil processing capacity of 700,000 barrels daily. Phil Ruffin's much-anticipated Golden Circle Casino project received a pair of needed zoning approvals Tuesday from city council members in Park City. In July, the Kansas Racing and Gaming Commission awarded the billionaire casino moguls development group a license to operate 1,000 historic racehorse horse racing machines at the site of the former Wichita Greyhound Park. The city's decision Tuesday approved the rezoning of a general commercial office district to an entertainment district and a service business districts at the northwest corner of 77th and Hydraulic and permitted a casino and historic horse racing special use within that entertainment district. That's uh, local business news this morning from the Wichita Business Journal with Stephen Ted. Ted, uh, did you ever go out to the to the Bark Park or the dog track when it was Yes, there? I did. I did, too. Uh, actually, For a we, while there, it was kind of the place to go. Yeah, it was, there was a, happening. A lot, a, lot of, a lot of people went out there. I mean, one year, the radio station where I worked, actually, we did our Christmas party out there. Mm-hmm. And part of the deal was we got a great buffet. I can't remember what it is, but what it was, but I remember it was pretty good. And they gave us some, you know, some betting vouchers and whatnot. We had a high school reunion event there. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, it's been sitting idle for how long? A long time. Mm. Where is that from where they they tried to do the the Wild West Amusement Park? Is it close there? Or? Yeah, it's very close. Yeah. It's, that's it's kind of between the Coliseum and Wild West World. The Coliseum, which at one time was... Uh, the venue for big, big mm-hmm. guys. I saw what our arena for uh, the arena. I saw what does it 25 or 30 years. Did the soccer team play there? Yeah. Yeah. Wings played there. Wings played there. I saw who the Thunder I saw. played there. The wind played there. Saw John Denver there mm-hmm. in the round. A lot of concerts. Uh, Steve Martin was there. I mm-hmm. saw that up there. So I graduated in that. Uh, Did you? In the, in the in the arena. Arena. We held our graduation team? there. All right. All right. Uh, things are happening up that way. Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. And today is National Human Trafficking, uh, Trafficking Awareness Day, bringing attention to a crime that leaves a lasting toll on human life, families, and communities around the world. Beginning in 2010, by presidential proclamation, each January has been de- designated National Slavery and Human Trafficking Prevention Month. Ted, when you were covering the police department and, and going for the to their briefing every day, was it were, were there a lot of cases of that? A few, or was it? A, Huge problem, or did, did they even show up on that, that side of the blotter? Uh, it was a fairly steady stream. Yeah. Uh, what happens? That, Runaways go someplace? Yeah, there's a lot of lot of people that are missing on there. Yeah. And you wonder if they're part of a human trafficking deal or not. And, yeah, you would see the look at the arrest sheets, and every day there'd be some human trafficking arrests and violations on there. So It's uh, something that goes on. All the time, every day, and it's something we don't talk about every day, but it's going on, It's, it's sadly. Ugly, ugly stuff, and uh, our young people being damaged like that. You know, mm-hmm. and I don't know, I got kind of, I, and not a feel for it, but I, I was interested in Liam Neeson's movie, 
Did he have more than one? It's called mm-hmm. Taken, wasn't it? Where his daughter was was uh, taken into that, and he's an old CIA guy and goes crazy. Yeah. And uh, that is an interesting and scary movie. But uh, anyway, trafficking. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Coming up, we've got, uh, uh, for, for many of you out there, a three-day weekend. And on uh, Monday, we will uh, celebrate Martin Luther King Day here in uh, in the USA, which uh, has become a national federal holiday over the years. And uh, many of you will get the day off, and uh, we're, we're going to be here doing a show. So if you you know if you want to listen to the radio, we're going to be right here at 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. And I'm, mm, I'm reasonably sure... We'll have our first Mondays with the mayor, with uh, Lily Wu, on Monday. At least I've I've uh, emailed and said she she's already she's uh, committed to it. But I don't know if they committed when they knew it was going to be MLK Day because City Hall is going to be closed. But she can always do it from home if she wants to. We're looking for that on Monday as a very strong very personality good. at this point. Seven fifty four. Stephen's head of the morning here on KNSS and. Coming up, the 8 o'clock hour, we've got some uh, interesting things planned for you in the 8 o'clock hour, so stay with Steve and Ted here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. We have reports on Kansas Governor Kelly's annual State of the State speech, plus a pay raise approved for Sedgwick County Sheriff's employees. Ted has sports on the way, right, Ted? Yeah, our Thursday morning feature, our Minute with Mitch, with the play-by-play voice of the Chiefs. That'll be coming up after sports in the 8 o'clock hour. Plus, you're going to have entertainment news, The Blur. Yeah, we're getting ready. We'll talk about the end of a comedy TV show Okay. on this date. We'll have that in The Blur, entertainment news at 8.35 this morning. And, of course, the traffic and weather, all in the 8 o'clock hour with Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.